In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful, and enkindle in them the fire of your love. Send forth your Spirit, and they shall be created. And you shall renew the face of the earth. Let us pray. O God, who by the light of the Holy Spirit did instruct the hearts of the faithful, grant us in the same Spirit to be truly wise and ever rejoice in His consolation. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. What's up, fam, and welcome to This Connected with Catholic.Dad, where we try, I say try, to connect generations and situations to not necessarily agree, but definitely be listened to. I'm your host, Catholic.Dad, a forever husband and dad, and former youth ministry coordinator. Again, former youth ministry coordinator. I usually have a youth co-host, but today they're all busy serving at St. Mary's Middle School Youth Group doing a Mardi Gras night, prepping it up for Lent, as I say. This podcast is our 26th episode, and what a great episode it's going to be. We are here at St. Adelaide Adelaide Catholic Church in Highland, California, to chat with Father Alex Rodarte, hashtag priest of the new millennium, hashtag baby priest, hashtag local priest, hashtag I am older than father. So I think we are calling this episode, I am your father. Great quote from Darth Vader. So, yes, we have Father Alex. He is the pastor at St. Adelaide here in Highland, California. This parish also has a Catholic school for elementary and middle schoolers. He is, as I said, is a local boy graduating from Eisenhower High School. Rialto High School. Rialto High School. Also, I'm a priest minister, not pastor. Ah, priest minister. Hey, so Rialto High School, the, the one with no windows? Yeah, yeah, the one was supposed to be a prison. Yeah, that's what yeah. I thought. I thought it was going to be a prison. Um, and he was ordained in this millennium. He's going to tell us a little bit more about it. I'm going to say it, but does that make you a millennial? Yeah, I, I guess so. Yeah, he yeah. said that with such conviction. So welcome, to, <laughs> welcome, Father, to this Connected with Catholic.Dad podcast. And thank you for joining us and our listeners. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? Um, I got to say that the reason why I'm here is one of your parishioners asked me to come and, and interview you. She is like a, an adoring admirer of you, yours. And uh, I think when her name is um, Vanessa. Vanessa, that's when her name is. Uh, so, Vanessa, we're doing it. So after this, we're going to ask Father Rodarte some questions. Hey, did you know that our podcast is sponsored by Anchor? It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from the phone or computer. Anchor will even distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. So we're back. So as usual, when we have the honor of talking it up with a priest, we get all excited and want to ask all kinds of crazy questions. So we're not going to disappoint. We're going to ask all kinds of crazy questions. And that is exactly what we're going to do. And some of these questions, Father, is um, questions that came from our, our youth and young adults and um, some of the questions that we've asked in the past. Um, so 
there's no right or wrong answers. Actually, it's like uh, our listeners are just interested in, in listening to hashtag millennial priest, hashtag baby priest. Okay. So, um, you ready? Yeah. All right. So, first of all, you're a diocesan priest. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, there's a lot of confusion with the youth. With regards to what's a diocesan priest and what's, a, what's the order? So, to start today's visit, would you tell us about why you chose to be a diocesan priest rather than to belong to an order or religious order or, or something like that? Well, religious order has a founder, right? Mm-hmm. So St. Ignatius of Loyola founded the Jesuits, or uh, when you had Father Brandon, he belongs to the Columbans, right? Mm-hmm. So they, they are usually missionaries, and they have a specific purpose uh, that the founder gave them. Uh, Jesuits to teach or to go into the inner city to teach the poor. Um, I don't know what the Columbans do, but um, you know, missionaries. They're missionaries, yep. right? Um, so they go all over the world. They have specific tasks. Diocesan priests stay in their region. So we always joke around, our founder was Jesus Christ because <laughs> the Lord stayed in his region too, right? He didn't go right. off to be a missionary somewhere. Um, I, I originally wanted to be a Carmelite, mm. but, and I was discerning uh, being a Carmelite. But, and I didn't know about the diocesan priesthood. I didn't even know there was a, a, a difference. I just thought every priest got ordained and went off to some other part of the world. So <clears throat> I went to a St. Andrew's dinner at my home parish, uh, St. Catherine's in Rialto, and there I met Father Jerry Ochetti. Father Jerry Ochetti was at St. Joseph's in Upland recently. Most recently he was pastors there, pa- a pastor there, and he's already retired, but I just saw him today actually. And, um, and he helped me discern, and I told him, you know, I want to be a Carmelite, but I have this... I don't want to let go of my CDs, right? And I had like 500 CDs. Oh. And, and he said, well, you don't, you don't have to give up anything. He goes, why don't you become a diocesan priest? We live a life of simplicity. We don't make a vow of poverty. So I said, well, what does that mean? And then he went to tell me, as a diocesan priest, you, you live simply. You could still own property. You mm-hmm. can still own stuff. Your stuff is your own. Your money is your own. You're, you know... A, a religious community, most of the time, they they have they have that vow of poverty. So so. A lot of times they have to ask for stuff. They don't own any property. They're more mm-hmm. in the spirit of how the Lord lived. So I said, all right, I'll I'll do that then. You know that was pretty much it. <laughs> so so your vocation story is I wanted to be a Carmelite. Yeah. But I was stuck with five hundred CDs. Yeah, and now we have Spotify. Yeah, it's Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> now what do you do? Now, I just kept the ones that had the really nice artwork. (laughs) The rest of them I tossed out. Well, as I said, I'm older than father. So it's kind of like he had worries about CDs. You know, when I was 18, I was discerning the priesthood. But I had albums. Mm. So, so, yeah, you can't bring those with you. So you you said you you went to uh, St. Catherine. So you grew up in Rialto. I did, yeah. And and so did you always want to be a priest? I mean, it's like... When, when, did, when did you realize, hey, you know what? I feel like I'm being called. Was it like 10th grade, 7th no, grade? No, I, I was already a, a young adult, I guess. We, didn't, we grew up Catholic, but, but not, we were very good Catholics, my family. We went, to, um, we went to Mass once a year for Our Lady of Guadalupe, right? Because I'm Mexican, my parents are Mexican. <laughs> and so, that's kind of like a Filipino, we go on the Santo Niño. The Santo Niño, yeah, that's a big one. And... Um, so I, that's earliest members, earliest um, memories I have of the faith is going to La Placita Vera in L.A. Because we lived in L.A. first in the 1980. Mm-hmm. We moved over 
Chirialto or 89. And um, so we, were, we would just go once a year. You know, my mom was like, we need to go to church. You need to go to church. I'm like, why don't you go to church? You know? <laughs> so, um, so it wasn't until I was in my early 20s that um, my dad got really sick. Mm-hmm. And, and so his health was really bad. And, and he got to, um, he was hospitalized down in Mexico because he was, in, he was down there on vacation. And, um, and I got really desperate. So, so that's when I started to, to pray. And I turned around. God was a big elephant in the room mm-hmm. my whole life. It's like someone I knew that was there, but I would rather just ignore him because it's not convenient. It's not fun. It's not, you know. So I, I turned around and said, you know, if you bring him back, I'll start going to Mass. And for me to say, I'll start going to the Mass, was one of the lowest things that I can think of. Mm-hmm. But I was that desperate, right? Because only, only losers went to Mass. Only ignorant people went to Mass. Mm-hmm. Only people who, who didn't know how to find um, purpose in life went to Mass, right? So I said those words. And I remember clearly how hard it was for me to say them. And so... Um, my dad came home about two weeks later. Everything was fine. Uh, he got better, and um, and then I thought, okay, I made this bargain with God. You know, I cannot ignore him. So I started to go to weekday mass, mm-hmm. and um, I was like, all right, if I'm going to look into all of this, if I'm going to be going here, I need to see what it's all about. So I remember going with my mom to La Placita Alvera. We went to the cathedral in Los Angeles. I don't know why we went there. I don't know if we had Amazon back then. I think we did. Just starting off. And um, I bought a rosary and a catechism for adults. That catechism book is still around. And a a children's book of the lives of the saints. And um, and I thought, all right. So I started going to weekday mass. Then I got the courage to go to Sunday mass, right? (laughs) Thinking that people are going to see me, wonder who this guy is. I remember talking talking to my pastor saying, I I want to make my first communion because I didn't have my first communion. I was baptized. And um, he goes, we need to join RCIA, adult confirmation, all this stuff. So I said, okay. And um, I don't remember the timeline exactly, but it was before I went into the RCIA program, I, I was reading that book on the lives of the saints. And I, oh yeah, it was way before that. I was reading the book of the lives of the saints and I was reading about St. Monica and St. Augustine. Mm-hmm. And I thought, what am I going to do with my life now that I'm a Christian? Um, I could be a Eucharistic minister. I could be a lector. I could, um, I could be an usher. could be and, a youth minister. Well, that, oh man, no. <laughs> Didn't <laughs> exist back then. And I heard the voice of the Holy Spirit just say, you're going to be a priest. Wow. And it was, it was as clear as that. Oftentimes I hear guys discern, like, I don't know what he's doing in seminary. It, for me, it was so so simple, you know, to hear that you're going to be a priest. And it was, it made so much sense looking back on it now, that that's what it was. And you said yes. I mean, some people hear that and says, I'm running the other direction. Yeah. No, I went for it. I, I, I was like, okay, let's go for it. And it was a little bit scary in that um, I didn't even really care what my family was going to say, you know. They, um, I, I just thought it was really exciting. Like, I would have never thought this was going to happen to me. I remember once in high school, I think all my friends used to go to church, right? They were like, no, 
no dog, we're not, we're not, I never be pretty, it's not like girls too much, whatever. And I was like, oh, why? Like, who would want to be a priest? That's the only time I ever considered it in high school. But I didn't even go to church. So, um, so yeah, I was really excited to do that. And I started, I started to look into it. And I was, remember writing down like lists of orders I could join and why spirituality of the Carmelites. I like St. Therese of Lisieux and, um, and their Marian devotion. Mm-hmm. So, so, so I was looking into it. And it was really exciting. It was really exciting because um, God was in my life and now I don't know where he was taking me. And I guess at that time in my life, I really didn't know where I was going. I tried going to college a little bit, but I worked a lot. So I didn't, um, mm-hmm. I, I didn't, I could never finish a class. And um, I, I didn't know where I was going. I was doing a lot of things I shouldn't have been doing at that time. Um, I used to go to Coachella. Um, a lot of my money was on concerts. Mm-hmm. Right? I used to go to concerts. Well, 500 CDs. Yeah. Well, in high school, I wanted to be a, a journalist, a music journalist. Like, to write for Rolling Stone or Spin Magazine. Um, that was like my dream. But I, I was working at our car dealership, our family car dealership. And I was like, this, I guess this is going to be the rest of my life. What did your family think? I mean, you, you come home, and, hey, mom, it's like, I'm going to become a priest. They, I kept it quiet. And it's something that people were discerning, who were thinking about this kind of um, calling. It's something very private and very intimate, mm-hmm. right? So you don't want to share it too much sometimes. And I kept it very quiet. And I used to live with my brother at the time. And um, he found my notes that mm-hmm. I was writing. And he went all over the place. Look what Alex wrote, you know. It's like, you know, like, like, can you believe this? And my mom's like, okay, all right, that's cool, you know. My sister, same thing. My brother could not believe it. He's like, no, nope, it's just a phase, like being a vegan or going through punk mm-hmm. music or whatever. And um, my dad goes, no hay dinero en eso. Like, there's no money in that. Why, why would you want to do that, right? Mm-hmm. My cousins were and I don't know if I how personal I can get. You can Okay. They were like, What happened, dude? You can't you 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 can't be with your girlfriend or what? Like you're just having problems? Like no and and, and, and just to just to say how personal we can get. Hey, the listeners that we have are middle schoolers, high schoolers, young adults. Okay. They, I always say to the parents, they know a little bit more than what we think. Okay. And so it's it's fine. Yeah. Well they would say like you can't get out with your girlfriend? What's going on? Like, no, no, it's nothing like that. It's just I had this call from from God, you know, and so they're like, "All right, whatever," you know. Everyone was like, "Like, okay, whatever," kind of calling because in my family, that 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 seemed that was one of the most unlikely things. We had very devout people in our family. My grandmother was very devout. I actually learned to pray the rosary because of my grandmother mm-hmm. when I was little, and um, and those yeah, some religious now they're they're more religious, but yeah, my grandmother was the big the matriarch. Um, in, in the family. That was their reaction. And so that was kind of <clears throat> embarrassing at first. And it wasn't until I was actually in the building at Sarah House that they actually believed it. So you actually went to Sarah House. So was it the Sarah House now or was it the old it was Sarah, the House? Sarah House now? Oh. I've been to the old Sarah House, but um, <clears throat> the Sarah House now. That was, I went in in 2007. So, so. You you talked about CDs. What kind of music did you listen to? The Beatles, I had all their CDs, um, Led Zeppelin, 
The Velvet Underground, Lou Reed, David Bowie, Iggy Pop, some of these old, old older guys. Um, I like some of the stuff from the 50s. Not much of an Elvis fan, but I like Elvis. Um, Scottish indie band, Bell and Sebastian. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. Indie music. Oh. Indie music, yeah. A lot of the indie stuff. Rilo Kylie. Um, yeah, just all kinds of them. I still so, listen to them. So do you feel because you're, you're so much more younger than some of our priests? I mean, again, you're the first priest I interview that's younger than me. Uh, you know, it's like, well... You you know you you're old, mm-hmm. you know you cross the line of old mm-hmm. when the priest is younger than you. Yeah, I I've, I've crossed that line. I've sort of started <laughs> to feel old when uh, Amber, this girl that I've known since she was in her mother's womb, is now engaged. But she's getting her master's. I'm like, no, that's not right. Like, I, when did I get old? Yeah. But anyway, so so do you feel because you're younger, you're more relatable to the to the younger people? The the you know? that's what people say. Like, well, you can talk to the younger people. I'm like, I don't know yeah. if I can. Like, I, I'm i on Instagram and Snapchat, but now they're into, like, TikTok. And it's like, that, it goes too fast for me. Like, they're, they're going too fast. Like, yeah. I don't know how to keep up now. Like, it's getting to that point. I could relate to them in, in some ways. Like, the kids here at the school will talk about playing The Legend of Zelda for, like, mm-hmm. an hour, right? Or the new... Uh, um, Fallen Order, the, the new Star Wars game, or any other game, Smash Brothers, but high school kids, for example, are, are a lot tougher to they are to to talk to. But I don't know. Maybe I can. I guess I don't know. Yeah. Well, you know, again, I'm throwing Vanessa out there. She said, you know, you you gotta interview Father Alice because he's the most relatable priest I know. And it's like he's probably the only priest you know, Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs> No, she knows Monsignor Wallace. He comes here. (laughs) So so we're going to take a break after this, and we're going to go into a speed round of questions, you know, just throwing it out there, you know, real quick, what your answers would be to these speed round questions that our our, our teens and our listeners have sent us. So we're back with our podcast with Father Alex called... I actually don't know what we're going to call this, so it's... it's, uh, uh, I have no idea what we're going to call this podcast. Uh, it's going to be right? Behold Your Father or, uh, or Darth Vader, I Am Your Father. Yeah, <laughs> that's going to be our segment for the day. So here's our speed round questions that we got from our youth co-hosts who couldn't be here today because they're partying it up at St. Mary's. So, Father, we're going to ask you some um, some questions. Just shoot out the, the answer that, that comes first to you. Are you ready? All right. What's your favorite food? Pepperoni pizza. Oh, mine too. Besides hanging out with the students at St. Adelaide Academy, what do you like to do in your free time? Play my Switch or PS4. What? So, what is your favorite place you have ever been? I like Assisi in Italy. Wow. What is your favorite candy bar? Milky Way. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? I've thought about this a lot. Um, not teleportation, as much as I would like that. Not telekinesis, as much as I'd like that, because I'd just get fatter. Um, it would be, oh, jeez, maybe force lightning? Force lightning? <laughs> it's like thinking the power of invisibility. <laughs> what is your favorite sport? I don't really watch sports. I used, used, in high school, I watched basketball all the time, so I would say basketball, but no. Nathan, it's basketball. Uh, who was... Okay, here he goes. 
Who was your first crush? I remember her name was Suhei, something like that. Suhei. When I was really little, I remember. Oh, grade school? Maybe elementary. Elementary school. Uh, Suhei, wherever you are, broke your heart. Um, how many siblings do you have? I have an older brother and uh, two younger sisters. All right. Uh, when were you ordained? 2017. 2017? May 20th, 2017. Wow, okay. Um, what is the best thing... What is the best thing about being a priest? Oh, there's so many. Being a priest. <laughs> um, best thing that I do in my ministry is probably bless people. Bless people. Other than celebrate myself, bless people. Who is your best friend? My best friend, I actually have a couple. I can't say just one. Okay. Uh, Father Tyler Tripp, Father Tomas Guillen, Father Ted Drennan. And then you met Olivia here too. She's a good friend. Olivia. I'm bringing you where I've got to And Anne, right. of course. Yeah. Okay. What, um, th- this question is, who is your favorite Star Wars character? Chewbacca. No, it's not Chewbacca. That is um, my, he said who mine was. No, it's yours. my lightning round. It's, it's, my lightning it's his lightning round. Yeah. Oh, you you might end up getting stuck, struck by lightning, though. Uh, by the way, you can introduce yourself. This is the youth minister for St. Oh, Adelaide. On live or yes. Like that. Hi. <laughs> Name? Peoples. I'm Anne with St. Adelaide's Youth Ministry <laughs> for Edge and Life Teen. There you go. We need people, so come, kids, enjoy us. A- actually, you know, while you're here, one, two of our youth uh, who are. Peer leaders, uh-huh. their brother Noah was confirmed here, really? and he was our very first peer leader from eight years ago. Susan Neri, you know, they used to, you know, go over here, and now they're at St. Mary's. How cool! Reaping the benefits of your ministry. Well, she just started. I just started. All right. I'll take the credit because I work for St. Adelaide's so. though. My favorite Star Wars character, man, I like Ahsoka Tano. Who? Ahsoka Tano. She's from the um, Clone Wars, and then she came out in the Rebels cartoon, too. She was an apprentice to Anakin Skywalker. And I like her because you see her growth from, from a Padawan up to... She didn't become a Jedi Master because she was kicked out of the Order for some, some uh-huh. bogus thing. But I, I like her because she's, so, she's just so awesome when she fights and stuff. But um, you see her as this very naive little girl, and then she, she grows up, or young alien, whatever she is. And then she she grows up to be this like wise woman, or like like literally. Now we know that Father Alex is a super Star Wars <laughs> fan when he just mentioned a character that most of us would know. The Clone Wars, even he watches the Clone Wars. Yeah, which leads me to the next question: which which series of Star Wars do you like the most? Is um, it the original. Yeah, I'd say the original, but. Yeah, I I like the prequels too. Like I know there's they're not the greatest, but I still love them. The new ones, no, no. The Force Awakens, I liked a lot. I saw like four times in the movie theater. The last two were just the one where Han Solo died. The one where Han Solo died. The one where where Luke died. Uh, oh, heartbreaking. Yeah, it's just the way they did things was, I like I can't believe I live in this time. Like, it was. <laughs> I can't believe they did that. I, I can't believe he died before I died. No, I just... The the way the story was laid out and the characters were just... 
brought in, it was it was terrible. So do you hear that Lucas Films, Disney? Great disappointment to Father Alex. Yeah. All right. So continuing on, what is your most prized possession? Hmm. Um, my ring. My my parents gave me this ring for my ordination. I didn't realize how prized it was until I almost lost it. And, and I freaked out. It felt empty for like two days. Turns out it was some bogus, some, some weird place. Um, it's, a, it's a ring that my parents gave me for ordination. It's a, a wedding ring, but I like to wear uh-huh. it in his hand. Um, it's got my dad's wedding band and my mom's wedding band on it. They just welded it on there. And my favorite verse from scripture. So it's really, really What precious. is your favorite verse from scripture? It's Psalm 27, verse 8. Of you my heart has spoken, seek his face. Ah, to seek the face of God. Literally what God did to you. Yeah. He spoke to you. To, to seek his face. And I remember that as, as a priest. Sometimes if I get a little impatient or sometimes. Remember, seek the face of God in the situation, in this person. We're going to have to put that in the show notes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Besides Jesus or the Blessed Mother, who is your hero? In Catholicism? Anywhere. Anywhere? <clears throat> Better not be Chewbacca either. <laughs> um... That's interesting. I love um, St. Augustine. I like St. Jose Maria Escriba. They're both my patrons. Um, so yeah, I'd say St. Augustine. St. Augustine. A shout out to David out there, St. Augustine, your patron saint. And shout out to the 12 boys, the Estovir boys. We have a 12 group of 12 young men, Estovir, uh, reading the way. Oh, Saint nice. St. Maria Escriba. Right here, where is it? Yeah, What's there you go. I usually keep it right there. You could be their chaplain. That's why Actually, I have a donkey here, because you know, he used to keep a donkey at his desk to remind him that he was no better than... The donkey <laughs> sticker. He's right there always watching. Yeah. <laughs> so as we go on, we're having a little too much fun here. What, what, okay, here's one. Which action, which action would you want to play, which actor would you want to play you in a movie about your life? Jonah Hill, when he was fatter. Kidding me. <laughs> All right, Jonah Hill when he was a little more um, fluffy. Yes. All right. When he was, when he was fluffy, yeah. you know that that hits me hard when you say fat because you know Catholic dot dad has gained some weight. Uh, what is your coolest scar? Um, I have one right here. I got that on chicken wire on my um, index finger on my left hand. It's. Um, I got it at the car dealership where, where that my family used to have. And um, it's cool because I was told not to move the chicken wire, and I did, and, and it hurt pretty bad. And I'll never forget that. Every time I see that, it's like, okay. Well, it's, that, that's it's it. It's disobedience. That's what yeah. it was. Yeah. All right, Father. Uh, describe yourself in three words. Um, I'm happy. I think I'm a pretty happy guy. Um. That's hard. Right? It's yeah. one of the hard questions. It is hard. I didn't think it'd be that hard. I saw it there. Um, happy uh, priest and um, disciple. Disciple. Beautiful. Happy priest, disciple. A happy disciple priest. <laughs> that might be our title. Um, best gift you ever received. As a physical thing, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Ann Lopez, our youth minister, about two years ago for Christmas, gave me um, uh, Trivial Pursuit. I hate board games. 
So, so when I saw it, it's a trivial pursuit. It was a Star Trek trivial pursuit because I love Star Trek, right? And it was a shuttle of the Galileo, which is from one of the episodes. Of, it's called Space Seed from Star Trek. And it's the one where Khan comes out. So it's a little shuttle they go off in. And when I saw it, she said I shrieked. And I don't, I don't shriek, <laughs> right? But she said I, I shrieked. And I really love that little space shuttle from little Star models. Trek Enterprise. Yeah, that, has, that is also a trivial pursuit. Yeah. See, Father, you're an enigma. Because you love Star Wars. And Star Trek. Yeah. You're a Star Wars fan and a Trekkie? Well, um, yeah, I guess you could say. I like Star Trek for different reasons. They're, they're a lot more substantial when it comes to stories, mm-hmm. right? Um, Star Wars. The old Star Trek, the new Star Trek? I, original series. Original series. Original series. I like Next Generation. I like Deep Space Nine. Those are probably the best. But I do like Voyager and like other ones. But, but yeah, original series, I love original series. Like those cute pop fan figurines. <laughs> I have Spock and, um, I have a couple of them. I have Spock, I have Kirk. I, <laughs> the collection. The Klingon, yeah. <laughs> or Klingon, how do you, that's how you say The, the Klingons, it. yeah. All right, well, that comes our speed round. And we're going to be right back where, actually, some of you guys, um, we're going to ask Father some really serious questions. As serious as... Our listeners can ask. So I deem these a serious question. So we're going to come back after this short message. So Father, as we said, we're going to come back with some more of these difficult questions that were posed by some of our listeners. So first of all, um, one of the first questions we asked is what that was asked me of me to, to ask is what is the most difficult thing about being a priest? So far, um, saying no to people. I think that's that's difficult. Um, no, because <clears throat> there's I have to judge things that are are that I think are right, right, and I sometimes don't know that it's wrong or don't see things, and I, I have to say no. So, for example, I don't allow eulogies during my funeral masses. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it's right. It takes the focus away from Christ mm-hmm. and. A lot of people don't go to mass anyway, so they just wait for this moment of aha during the mm-hmm. funeral. So when I tell them, no, you can't have your eulogy, it's really personal, right? And this is an important moment in their life. And for mm-hmm. me to say, no, you can't have it, is, is, is kind of hard for me. You know, I don't want to say no. I actually want to mm-hmm. make you very happy. I want to walk with you and do this and that. So, so saying no. Um, when people say uh, they want to baptize, but... They want their Buddhist friend to be the, the, the godfather. Oh. I say no. And I acknowledge the fact that you're very close and that your Buddhist friend would probably make a very good second parent to your child. Mm-hmm. But no. They're missing the point. They're missing the point. And then you don't get that sometimes. And yeah. You get into these arguments sometimes. They just don't see it. You know. I think sometimes people don't realize that when, when they ask a priest something, that you guys have feelings too. Yeah. Because we, we do lay it out to you guys and says, well, what's wrong with that? And, yeah. and then you become the enemy. Yeah, we, and, we do, yeah. People like you until you say no. Yeah. Right. And then we, we, we blame Father because we can't do this. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, we can't, what do you mean we can't have flowers during our wedding, yeah. which is during Lent? Right. <laughs> or a, one that I got was a Yoda, a Yoda doll on top of the altar for a funeral mass. It's like, absolutely not. No. But you're a Star Wars fan. Father. I know, but so was your your father, but 
Jesus was not okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's an announcement for you guys. He cuts it right there. <laughs> He's a bigger Jesus fan than, than Yoda. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so um, here's, here's another question. <clears throat> it says, um, our diocese is one of the largest in area and population of Catholics. Mm -hmm. And yet we continue to be a mission diocese. Mm -hmm. The majority of priests we have are from African countries, the Philippines, India, and Mexico. Why do you think that is? And what do you think parishes and youth groups out there ought to do to increase and foster vocation from local men like yourself? Wow, that's a heavy question. Um, I think... Encourage them to have a life of prayer. Um, devotion to the Blessed Sacrament. Um, not be afraid to, to follow Christ. Why? I mean, it's a good question to ask. Why our diocese, right? Like LA, they have, I guess, pretty good vocations. But we do, we are still a mission diocese. And, um... Uh, I, I think we, we had talked earlier... You know, sometimes, you know, some of the young people will say, you know what, I, I, I just can't understand Father. Oh, yeah. And it's a language barrier. Yeah. Um, but as I always tell the young people, well, then you need to discern mm -hmm. and encourage your friends, too. Yeah. They see it as, um, they see priests as weird, right? Like, I, mm -hmm. priest, a question priest that I always get asked and that other priests ask, like, what do you do all day, Father? Right? You probably heard that, but ask that yourself. Even in the office, like, what do you do all day, Father? Like, you have access to my calendar, right? But um, it's, the, I don't know this image that, that people have of us, especially especially nowadays, right, after the sex abuse scandal. Mm -hmm. Assuming it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's totally skewed and stuff. But um, I guess if, if you see the priest more as a, a, a teacher of, of God, you know, um, someone, someone who help you will hopefully help you reach maturity. Someone who help you find happiness in life. Someone who help you how to center your life on God, your Creator, um, and just the 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 awesome experience and adventure with, that comes with knowing God and knowing yourself. You know, I don't know how to how to promote that, and um, how do you how do you let people know? At the parish level, I think maybe if, if more priests, if more diocesan priests maybe went out and talked to them, like Father Hal Vu is our new diocesan mm -hmm. uh, vocations director, um, maybe if they had more experience of Father like that, like you said earlier, they can't understand Father sometimes. Well, they come from a different background, mm -hmm. different experience. Um, I know some of the kids here, um, they, they trip out on me sometimes. You like that, Father? Yeah. I didn't know that. I saw you with your Converse. You wear jeans? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like he's relatable. I Yeah, I guess, which is, you know, you're just being yourself. But um, but you, you could always be yourself. Mm -hmm. It's just that whatever God has in mind will be so much better than what you have in mind for yourself. And, um, ugh. What were you asking me again? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's move on to this okay. question. You know, there was there was actually a question here. I, yeah. I, I said I wasn't going to say it, but you don't have to answer it. It's like, this one young man says, Hey, Father, do you uh, 
do you like stand in front of the mirror with a miter on just to see what it looks like? And <laughs> I don't know. Answers probably no. But that led on to a question yeah. that says, "Who do you see in our diocese around your age group that you could see as bishop one day?" Newly ordained. Newly ordained. Okay. Um, younger priest than me. Okay, Father Tomas Guillen. He's seven years younger than I am. So mm-hmm. he's, he just turned 30. Remember during seminary, we're like, are you 30 yet? Like, you've been yeah. in your under 30 for years. And it's because he has such... I mean, he's he's not a pastor yet, but ever since we were in seminary, we see this gift within him. He has such an administrative mind. Mm-hmm. You know, he just comes up with these things. I'm like, I don't know. I don't, you know, we're, we're, he knows how to look at things from a different perspective. He he takes all of these things into consideration. I, I think he'll be a very good administrator. And if he were uh, a bishop, um, I think he would have, he would definitely see the blind spots that other people may have. Mm-hmm. You know, So I, I if he was one, I think that'd be great. Awesome. Father Guillen, I actually met him. Um, my twin almost <clears throat> he is yeah literally except i think he has a beard he does i don't i can't grow beards <laughs> i i can't <laughs> and i'm asian father so uh, that that segues to this question you know we have a new bishop coming um actually he's here coadjutor bishop rojas um where do you hope his vision will take our diocese i hope um I pray that it will take us to Christ. His vision will take us to the Lord, mm-hmm. right? At least church-wide, um, all over the world, it seems like it's in culture definitely, but all over the church, it's like there's no focus on Christ anymore, right? It's all these other things. So I hope and pray that He will lead all of us into the intimacy with we desire with the Lord. And uh, uh, I hope that's not heavy or anything, but that's my my hope. That's beautiful. And answer. He does that, you know, however, whatever gifts God the Lord gave him. And um, yeah, that's my, my hope. That's beautiful. Now, I, I'm going to insert this before my last question. And it was, you said earlier that, you know, when you were, you were going to get ordained, you were hoping that you would go to St. Mary's. Yeah. And as I said, St. Mary's is a warehouse church. Yeah. We've been a warehouse church. But um, why would you want to go to St. Mary's? Well, Bishop Barnes, no, well, as a seminary is in Sarah House, right? Sarah House is the first place I went to. Then I went to Chicago. I said Chicago. Then I went to San Camarillo. But when I was in Sarah House, we were given the opportunity to go around with Bishop Barnes and Bishop Rutilio to the different confirmations. And I went with Bishop Rutilio to St. Mary's. We used to drive him around and, mm-hmm. you know, unpack his stuff. And I went to St. Mary's. Yeah, everyone notices the warehouse, but I love the community there, right? And and during the, the confirmation, even before and after, I really liked the community. Like, there was a, there was a feeling. So I thought it'd be nice to go here, you know, want to come back one day. Mm-hmm. And I never did, and actually, I don't think... I think I've been back there once. Oh, no, I did go back there once to give a talk to the youth. When I was a deacon, who's... What are your youth ministers? That oh, Did you go speak to Hennessy's, or did you speak to Life Team? It was um, Grupo... Grupo de Matrimonios? No, 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 it was a... Grupo Hennessy's. Yeah, Hennessy's, yeah. yeah, that's right. Who's, who's the guy? <clears throat> Jesus. He's Jesus. No? 
Well, was it was it a lot of young boys or was it a young adult? I don't remember. Yeah, but so it was Hennessy's. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They asked me to go there once. That's the last time I went. And um, yeah, well, I always thought it was great. And before Nation, I was I thought it'd be great if I could go there. And I actually prayed to go there because it just seemed like a. I really liked being there when I went, but I didn't get it. <laughs> you can always come out and hang out. Yeah. Was well, my last year here, so I don't know if you guys are expecting. I'm just kidding. I love St. Helens. It's still coming. Yeah, I heard that it's going to be your last year. Yeah. So where are well, they going to send you? I don't know. We'll find out in May. Well, you know, it's 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 like um, I don't think we have an opening. Yeah, unfortunate. But that's right. I love being here. Oh. I love St. Helens. Well, we hope that you do. So hopefully, you'll be able to come down to um, to St. Mary's and even just hang out with with some of these young people. They're they're probably hooting up a storm over there, but but with regards to to my last question, because mm-hmm. we do have a lot of young people listening, like young males. It says, what advice would you give a young person, high school age or older, who may feel that the Lord is calling him or her to priesthood or religious life? Make Jesus the center of your life, right? Make Him the priority in your every day. Come to know Him through Scripture, through prayer. Come to, to, come to be intimate with Him. And don't be afraid where that leads you to, right? If there's that calling, all of us have this calling to want to be close to the Lord, right? But if it's the calling that's religious life or the priesthood, then there's an intimacy that really needs to be explored, right? And... Don't be afraid to, to, to pray. Don't be afraid to ask for spiritual direction. Um, to really satisfy the hunger of your heart. Or satisfy the thirst in your heart, I should say. Whatever. And, um, and don't be afraid to follow it. Because whatever God has in mind will be so much better than anything you can imagine. Right? That's, that's been one of the, the great adventure of seminary for me. It was such an awesome time. And even now as a priest, people ask me, how long have you been a priest? I said, almost three years. It feels like I've been a priest for 15, just because it's filled with so many blessings. You know, there's been hardships and stuff, but it's, it's incredible. It's, it's amazing. And um, I can't imagine myself doing anything. And if I look back now on the person I was a year ago, especially 10 years ago, I'm a completely different person. And every, every year along the way, I've come to know Christ more. And that's been the greatest blessing of my life. And the fact that I'm called to lead others to that is, is both humbling and terrifying and absolutely beautiful. Because Christ is who I go to. And as a priest, Christ is who I am. Mm-hmm. And I love being that for other people. So, Thank you for sharing that, Father. I'm... I'm... I'm very sure that the young men listening to this and the young women are listening to this um, have been touched by those words. And, uh, you know, as, as we always pray, we hope that those words will lead others to vocation, to service of the Lord in one way or the other. Mm-hmm. We're going to be right back with our closing remarks and our final question to Father Alex. Dun, dun, dun. So here we are with our final question for Father Alex. It's a question we ask for every single one of our, our guests. Um, it's been a tradition. So Father Alex, uh, we do this thing at the end of the podcast where we ask our guests, 
when you become a saint, which you will, what would you be the patron saint of? Um, I hope it's not lame, but nerds. Patron saint of nerds. Nerds need their own saint. That is the very first time I've... <laughs> nerds. Not nerds. the candy. No, not the candy. No, but... Um, yeah. Well, like, okay. So, um, we're just talking about the cassock, right? Mm-hmm. Of course someone who likes Star Trek and Star Wars is going to wear a cassock. Right? right? Of course someone who's gonna who loves comic books, which which I do. So I am just curious, do you have a lightsaber underneath there? No, I don't have a lightsaber. I have a rosary, <laughs> which is green because I like Qui Gon Jin's No no that, <laughs> that, that that's not true, that's not true. It's green because someone gave it to me. I'm always giving Oh, uh, I thought you said but, it's um, green because it's ordinary. Because of a lightsaber. Type. No, no, no. No, neither one of those. Um nerds, maybe, yeah, because um there's a lot of Catholic nerds and even some of the the way like me and Father Tyler always talk about science fiction stuff, right? And um, and we always somehow bring theology into it, or we talk about it in terms of the church, mm-hmm. right? And um, so, yeah, I think patron saint of nerds, those who play, those who balance out their PS4 time with their prayer time. Yeah. <laughs> There's coolness in that. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so, so I, I, that that is definitely a first for I think for. For a lot of us to have that patient saint of nerds. I just don't know what your statue is going to look like. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah is it, is definitely it, very nerdy. Maybe cassock with, with a lightsaber. Yeah, with a PS4. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and a green rosary. So there you have it, folks. Father Alex, patron saint of nerds one day. Uh, we don't quite know what the statue is going to look like. But... Um, so that's all we have for you this time around. We hope you enjoyed listening to our podcast with Father Alex. And if you did, please like, sub, su- subscribe to our podcast and, and share it with your friends. You can also send us an email for things that you would like to have us podcast about or sending us a DM at our Instagram or sending us an email at catholic.dad50 at gmail.com just to tell us what you're thinking. Um, We want to thank you, Father Alex, for taking the time and opportunity to share your words with our listeners. We really, really do appreciate it. Thank you, Father. You know, hashtag baby priest, you know, ordained 2017. Um, You know, I am your father now. (laughs) It's like a priest younger than uh, (laughs) Catholic.dad. And so we always... I am Catholic.dad. 50. No, you're not. I am 50. I thought you were in your 40s. I am 51 years old. See? See, that's why I love you, Father Whoa. Alex. It's like, you make me feel good. Uh, it's like, and, and by the way, you know, you cannot be that patron saint of, uh, of fluffiness because that's going to be me. Patron saint of fluffy people. Um, we we want to sign off by saying our usual live, live a life of holiness, be blessed and be third. But since we have you, Father, uh, here, a priest, a holy priest in our midst, Father Alex, would you please offer a closing prayer and your priestly blessing to our listeners out there? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, I ask you to bless all of those who are listening right now. I ask you that our Blessed Mother may keep them protected under her mantle, that St. Joseph always be with them at their side to protect them. That their patron saints intercede for them and lead them closer to you. And that their guardian angels always rush to their aid. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. And Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you.
This connected podcast is brought to you by the cabin. Want to get away and get some peace and quiet and rest? Yes, rest, but not too far away from home or the city. Want to experience a true log cabin feel in the mountains? Well, I have the recommendation for you. The cabin is a two-bedroom, one-and-a-half bath that will do just that. With a beautiful wood fireplace lit and a glass of wine, you are sure to relax. With easy access from the main highway, private parking, easy access with stairs to the entrance, fast Wi-Fi, a full-size kitchen, and all the essential amenities will make your stay a memorable experience. This cozy log cabin was built in the early 60s with its original wood fireplace and a newly transformed deck with beautiful views of the San Bernardino Mountains. So, book your stay at the cabin in Running Springs, California. The cabin, located in the San Bernardino Mountains, is a beautiful place to see the beauty of God's creation. I have known the proprietor of the cabin for many years. She has always supported the youth and young adult ministries of her community, as well as this podcast. Check out The Cabin on Instagram at thecabin2021. Again, that's at thecabin2021. T-H-E-C-A-B-I-N 2021.